Yo, what's going on, y'all? This is two. This is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blur. Word to the Blur with two and Cal, baby. What's up? New York Comic Con edition, 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 edition. What's up, hey, guys? Welcome back to a new episode. Um, two and Cal back at it. We're trying to be a little more consistent with recording, so we got a, another episode for you guys. So, um, as you guys know, this past week was Comic Con. Uh-huh. Um, so, um, uh, it was. And New York Comic Con is usually held in the Javits Center, New York Jacob Javits Center. Uh, me and Tucson used to go a lot, but um, we've kind of stopped going kind of since COVID. But I think this was like the year that, you know, Comic Con was back at its full strength in, um, in New York. So uh, doors opened up. I watched a bunch of coverage from it and kind of kind of had some FOMO, you know, seeing all awesome friends of mine go to Comic Con, the cosplays. Just seeing that uh, the vibe in the Javits Center, I do miss that. And it kind of makes me want to go back again. But um, just want to share like, some of my favorite New York Comic Con memories. Probably just seeing the cosplays. I love seeing the creativity and the costumes. That's probably my favorite thing, learning how some people decided to make their costumes or the creativity of their costumes in terms of like putting like a different spin on a certain character and kind of make it their own. So I really just enjoy the creativity of the cosplays. What were some of your favorite memories for Comic Con? Nah, I miss the camaraderie. I miss uh meeting up with like Damien and Danny and them. Yeah. Um just being able to to um whatchamacallit? Um just to just to be able to link up with the rest of the geek and nerd proportions crew and just chilling with them. That's always been fun. Um and just seeing the different cosplayers and getting being on the hunt for different pop dolls and stuff like that. So that's always been like my highlight and getting the different pins and, and seeing the different artists. And, and you remember that year I got to meet LeVar Burton. So that was cool. Yeah. I remember that. And then I got a Nightwing commission. So it was like, I have plenty of, of good um, memories of the con. And I, I do wish that I, we could have gone this year, but there's always next year. Yeah. I think, I think I definitely want to get back to going back next year just to check it out. Cause I just, I really just missed the atmosphere to be honest. But um, yeah. So we covered a couple things, with, um, with Comic Con. But one of the things that was there was Titans. So we're getting ready to go got into a suit, son. yeah, we're getting ready to go into season four of Titans, and that premieres uh, November third on the on HBO Max. I think they're starting out with two episodes on HBO Max, and then it'll be a weekly thing all throughout the rest of the month, and then into December. And then um, we recently got some first looks, actually, before Comic-Con, some first looks at Brother Blood, uh, Jinx, and this other character who I'm forgetting. We can't remember. But uh, just going off Brother Blood's suit, his suit looks amazing. Uh, suit looks really good. Looks very comic book accurate. Very uh, new Titans. Um, it's confirmed that Brother Blood is going to be the main villain of this season, as well as uh, an appearance from Lux Luthor, uh, played by Titus Welliberg. And um, Brother Blood will actually be paid, played by, oh, man, I'm forgetting his name. Hang on, I'm going to look it up right now. Brother Blood. I forgot who's playing him. And, uh, but he was in the originals. He played, he was in the Vampire Diaries. can't remember the guy's name that saved my life. and was I'm driving me crazy right, right now. now. Yeah, he'll be popping up. Joseph Morgan. There yeah. Yeah, Joseph Morgan will be playing Brother Blood. Uh, we'll have Jinx. And then I, another character I forgot. 
Um, but yeah, the Church of Blood will be coming heavy into this season. And we did get some that'll first looks. A, that'll give us a look into the first and five. Yeah, we did. Titans, uh, Titans Big Bad, or group of Titans Big Bads. We did get some looks at uh, Beast Boy's new suit as well, some clips. Uh, what, did, what did you think of the, this whole Titans roundup, Tucson? I think it's about time that uh, Beast Boy got his super suit. Three years, four years is too long, son. Yeah. Um, it was like how we was waiting on Nightwing. What it took us two years to get it. <laughs> just about, yeah, yeah, actually. And um, you know, I just hope that when it's done and given to him, that he doesn't have to strip every time he wants to use his powers. It's just like in a comic book that if he um switches up his animal forms, like the costume just travels with him instead of him stripping. Because I think that is one annoying aspect of the show. Um. One aspect in one of the clips that we saw, we saw Tim Drake gets his bow staff. Yeah. So we, we're going to see Tim Drake learn how to use that. I hope that Tim gets his Robin uniform in the middle of the season. You know, Instead I, of at the end. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like they have like this, this annoying ass thing of giving people their uniforms at the end of the season outside of Jason, you know, who got his Robin costume in the middle of the season. And you yeah, know, he was already Robin. Yeah, and he started Red Hood. Right in yeah. the season, so hopefully you know they're keeping up with that, and I look forward to seeing what um they have in store for Dick Grayson and what they're going to be doing in Bloodhaven. Um, they're in Metropolis. Oh, I thought they were going to Bloodhaven. No, they were they were driving. So this whole theme of the season is about like it's like a road trip. So it kind of takes place at the end of the last season where they decide to get in that camper and drive back to San Francisco, but along the way, you know, things happen and they end up making a pit stop in metropolis right because uh, that's where lex Luthor comes in and i'm not sure if the whole season is in metropolis but the the showrunner has said that it's very much like a road trip kind of season uh kind of similar to season one so maybe maybe they end up in bloodhaven but as far as i know it's um metropolis is kind of the city where they where they might be at okay okay I mean, either way, the, the clip that we saw of the gentleman, because he I've seen that gentleman before. He's been in, in this Amazon Prime show, I feel like, where he's a detective. Yeah, he was in this bo- Bosch or Botch. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a fairly well-known actor. So it was, it was surprising that he decided to play Lex Luthor. So that's that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, and I feel like the, the timber of his voice definitely fits the part, you know, like he gives like that that swag off, you know, just in the little bit that we saw. Yeah. So I'm really happy to see that. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they would do if they had a Superman, um, coming. Yeah, I, yeah I, I'm kind of wondering how they would do that if they do that. I mean, because we've gotten Bruce Wayne, but haven't gotten Batman, and that's almost kind of easy to do. But I think it'd be harder to do a Superman or have a Clark Kent without really ever seeing a Superman. You know what I mean? So if they choose to do that, I mean, who knows? If there might be some sort of surprise, it'd be interesting to see. But like I was saying earlier, um, Titans returns on HBO Max November third. They're being first two episodes, and then after it'll be a weekly thing. So I'm looking forward to it. It's literally right around the corner. I think we're about what three weeks, four weeks off. <laughs> so we uh, wow. yeah. cool to check out Titans. Cool to have it back and something to watch this week. Um, so. Yeah, so what what I know you were watching the Star Trek uh panels. What uh what new Star Trek stuff do we have? So I was pretty much looking for Picard. Uh-huh. Um as you guys know that this is the final season of Picard and they're doing 
I want to say it's not like a reunion. Of, well, I mean, it is reunion of sorts and it is like a swan song. But, uh, man, we got Worf coming back. We got the whole principal cast of TNG coming back. Um, we have a new villain who has a gripe with them from the past. Also, we have Moriarty coming back from season two. Episode six, and then I want to say Elementary, My Dear Data, and season six, episode 26. <laughs> if not, or 12, excuse me, which is Starship in a Bottle, and which is Moriarty. And Moriarty was a self realization hologram. So, normally, if you're in the holodeck, the holographic components of there don't exactly know that they're not real. And Moriarty's character who and for those of you who don't know Moriarty was a Sherlock Holmes villain or a Sherlock Holmes character and the writers of Star Trek at the time brought him into Star Trek you know because they were using the Sherlock Holmes era for you know an episode um but just having him come back I'm curious to see how this is going to work you have Brent Spiner coming back as Laura so he's played Data uh he's played Data in the first season he's played um, a, another one of the soon characters in season two, and then he's coming back to play the twin brother, Lord, which is amazing, and I, I can't wait. The name of the villain is called Vedic, um, and she's the captain of this ship called the Sherrick, which is like this warship, and it just looks so dope with four warp nacelles, and oh, God, it's so dope. All right, so one thing that I'm excited about, and hopefully, you know, all of my TNG fans will, will understand where I'm coming from with this. Jordy LaForge has a, two daughters in the show. So one of the things is, one of the, the biggest jokes about TNG, especially when it comes to Jordy LaForge, is that he's never had a love interest or a serious love interest. And the fact mm-hmm. that we see that he has two kids, two daughters that are, <clears throat> are um, in Starfleet. One of the daughters is piloting the Starship Titan, uh, the USS Titan A. And then the other daughter, which is his live at his real life, LeVar Burton's real life daughter, <clears throat> who's actually gonna play his other daughter, and she's coming in the canon, which is so dope. Like they're really oh, that's cool. Yeah, they're really making this a family affair. Um and then the so part of the premise is that they're hunting the principal cast of Star Trek TNG and it starts off with Beverly Crusher but Beverly Crusher is um on a Starfleet diplomatic mission but it's like she's a doctor with no borders so she doesn't have to follow certain Starfleet protocols or regulations and mm-hmm. so right now she sends a distress signal to to John Picard and that's how he gets starts to get the whole band back together Worf is a pacifist now so he's not on his warrior ish yeah I saw that in the trailer actually and that that was the funniest part about it because you you're not really sure how how things is gonna go with that. But then you see him in the trailer fighting Ralphie, you know. So I thought that it, I just find that that is really intriguing, and I I really can't wait to see what they're gonna do. I actually have I didn't get a chance to finish watching the lower not lower decks um discovery panel, but I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that later on, and I'll have some more stuff for you guys. By the time the new episode starts, yeah, I remember seeing the trailer. I thought it looked pretty cool. Um, yeah, it, it definitely looks like it's action packed. I mean, every season so far has been action packed, but like I loved, I loved the first season uh, of Picard, but I kind of fell off with the second season. Never really finished it, but 
I'll probably just jump right into this third one and maybe try to get back into Discovery because Discovery I fell off of too. I did never finish the last season. I mean, and I don't blame you because like with Picard, I won't front to you. It, it's kind of it's kind of easy to fall off on it, given the fact that um, sorry guys, I'm also making dinner. Uh, given the fact that. It, it's it's a slow burn. Like season two was a slow, 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 slow burn, you know. And certain things didn't make sense. Um, you know, when it, in regards to like his family life, because remember he has a whole brother, and it doesn't really talk about the brother at all. It talks about the mother, the father, but you you miss Robert and nephew, you know. Yeah, I'm also not a fan of time travel stories. So, so depends on how it's done. As soon as they decided to go back in time, I just didn't care. <laughs> so I was just like I just checked out, and then I just never finished it. But when does um when does Picard come back on to? Two days before my birthday, February sixteenth. Okay, are, are they putting up multiple episodes or just doing like once a week type thing? It's gonna be weekly. Okay. Okay. All right. And do you know when Discovery comes back? No, actually, I once I finish the panel, I, I'll have more details on that front. On that front. Weird. I'm I'm waiting on Strange New Worlds to come back. That's yeah, like, Strange New Worlds is is definitely something, and I, I really can't wait. I know that they're talking about bringing Janeway back, um, live action wise, but also in terms of the cartoon, they actually have uh, what's that? Prodigy for Star Trek Prodigy. Yeah. They have the regular Janeway coming back and not having a holographic one. Oh, that'd be interesting. And then you got uh Jericho, uh, who was the cap Captain Jericho, or now he's Admiral Jericho, who was in one of the the TNG episodes. I can't remember when uh Captain Picard gets captured by the Cardassians. Mm-hmm. And so he comes back, and I'm not sure of his role in it just yet. But so far, Star Star Trek is doing the damn thing. Okay, yeah, they, they, it's it has been amazing how they've been jumped and able to do so many different properties on the screen. I mean, not on the screen, but in television. You know what I mean? And hopefully, sometime soon, they can get it together. We can get another movie soon. But right now, I I have been enjoying what they've been putting out TV wise. But uh, kind of shifting gears a bit. How how excited are you for Black Adam? Oh my gosh, bro! So you, I, I'm well. You guys don't know, but I just recently bought the Hawkman figure for it. Um, I'm waiting on Doctor Strange, and I'm gonna get the Adam Smasher pop doll. So we, we about to, I'm excited as hell. I'm excited for it. I really can't wait. I, um, it's the first time that this character has been in the live action medium, and so far. You know, this passion project looks like you're about to see the labor of love that The Rock really put out there. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited for it. I haven't got my tickets yet, but I, I too, have the pop dolls. I have a Hawkman pop doll and a Dr. Fate pop doll. Uh, I will have to complete the rest of the team sometime soon, but those are just the two ones I wanted the most. But I'm I'm very excited for everything I'm hearing about it or seeing from it. It looks cool. I saw this one clip on Twitter. Black Adam's like fucking up these soldiers and like he there's this one part where he threw the soldier across the room and you see that Black Adam is still holding his arm and he drops it 
and he was like electrocuting people and like fucking melting them and like catching missiles. Like it looks cool. Like it looks like he's gonna be a brutal person and like not just some like you know maybe turn into. I'm sure he'll probably have some type of antihero status by the end of the movie, but I I wouldn't mind if he's just like a bad guy that they have to stop throughout the movie. You know that'd be really cool to see. But um, in addition to that, I mean. It, there's been rumors, but it's kind of all been confirmed that I think uh, we're going to get Henry Cavill back. So, um, Listen, we get Henry Cavill back. I'm all going to say is it's about damn time. But yeah, let's, uh, not waste, let's not waste the opportunity. Yeah, I don't want this to be a, maybe like I'll um, spoil a warning, I guess. But apparently there's after credit scene with Henry Cavill showing up as Black Adam sort of showing up to warn him about you know be careful i'm i'm watching you type of thing i think it's a, a scene between him amanda waller and black adam where black adams right, amanda Waller kind of lets him know like hey like stay in conduct if you leave conduct and do some some crazy shit you know i have some people who could stop you and i apparently the thing is that superman shows up and is a classic man of steel suit but the thing that is pissed off some fans is that they don't use the Hans Zimmer Man of Steel theme that they use the John Williams theme and that kind of rubs some people the wrong way I mean yeah I get it I would like for them to use the Man of Steel theme but I'm just so happy to have Henry Cavill back that I'm just like, <coughs> I'm just like fuck it I'll take it but um and there's uh apparently like I think this is all yet all confirmed that he's definitely gonna be in Black Adam and if you've watched any of the recent interviews with The Rock, he's saying that Black Adam is the most powerful person on the planet, but he but he's also saying that there's someone else who's like the most powerful person on the universe, and he's been on the sidelines for too long. So he's been teasing Superman hardcore lately with this whole press roundup. So it seems that Superman is, is it's pretty much fucking confirmed that Henry Cavill will be back as Superman. And then here are more rumors that aren't confirmed that I don't know that much about, but they're saying that Henry Cavill is also going to appear as Superman in The Flash, as well as there possibly being another movie to come back, uh, to come out of this whole thing. So hopefully sometime soon we should have more news. We'll have, we can talk about this Henry Cavill cameo and how exciting it was to see him again. And hopefully soon we can talk about this Flash cameo and see how that is. So uh, yeah, what, do, what do you think about this whole news roundup? I'm excited about it. Um, it's about fucking time Henry Cavill comes back. I feel that having him back is putting the DC where DC EU where it's supposed to be, given the fact that he started it. I feel like they shouldn't have shelved him in the first place. We could have had a Man of Steel Part Four by now. Yeah, for real. <laughs> you know, and he's been a great Superman. They just, I think what what he's been given is it, not fair. You know, the theatrical release of Justice League was some trash. Um, so did he did, didn't really get to show him in a good manner. And then this uh the four hour joint, I mean, was better, but it could have used more Superman, my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, Black Adam comes out October twenty first in theaters. Guys, go get your tickets and hopefully we'll be talking about that movie real soon. What's our next uh news topic, Tucson? Uh so Daredevil, uh Daredevil, but She Hulk. But Daredevil, really. It was Daredevil's episode. He stole the show. I don't care what anybody say. But, um, yeah, just going into the Marvel side of things, going into the other side of the world, 
uh, Matt Murdock, Charlie Cox, or Charlie Cox, a.k.a. Matt Murdock, guest starred on She-Hulk this past Thursday. And let me tell you, let me tell you, it was pretty good. I ha- I'm still on the fence about it. I got to watch it again. I feel like he was too lighthearted, but then I had to read some comic books and read some. Um, well, I read these comments on a Instagram post that made me go back and read certain stories. And Daredevil has been lighthearted before. So I had to realize that, you know, this is a different kind of tone of a show. I did think that they should have put the D in the costume pause, mm-hmm. um, you know, just to give it. But just hearing him say, yeah, I'm Daredevil. That was it for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was a good episode. Uh, I think he fit very well into this whole uh, Marvel universe. Um, and I think I think they fit him into the tone of the show. And I, I, I know some people were kind of upset about whether this tone will carry over into his own show. I don't I don't think he will. I think, you know, it was it was it was very appropriate for the tone of She-Hulk. You know, he he fit into her world perfectly. You know what I mean? And I think the thing about the MCU is that these characters could intermix and really intermingle into each other's sort of uh, worlds uh, past this universe and then have their own existing world. So I think you could still have sort of a bit of a dark and, and gritty Daredevil show without, you know, um, and have that and have that really fit into the MCU and really deliver that that lighthearted humor and stuff like that. But I'm just hoping that the show is is uh it's good. I know it's gonna be difficult to copy the success the success of the original, but um I just I just have fingers crossed because I was very disappointed with how they did Kingpin. They did Kingpin dirty. So I hope they could really sort of find a a, a good fine line between uh, the MCU Wilson Fisk and the Netflix Wilson Fisk because, like I said, I was not a fan of that Wilson Fisk. So I'm hoping Hell they no. could really find like a good, a good tone for this Daredevil show that's going to be coming on Disney Plus soon. But um, I need I do need to rewatch it again because I don't even know if I fully saw it to be honest. But from what I've seen and I pretty much know the ins and outs of the episode, it was it seemed to be pretty cool. But again, She Hulk hasn't been a show I've been <coughs> digging. I think we've all just been watching week to week to see when Daredevil is going to pop up. That's um, definitely for me. Like, I won't even lie to you guys, man. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of the show, but once I saw Daredevil in the trailer, I was like, all right, I'll do whatever I got to do <laughs> to make sure that I watch Daredevil. Yeah, no, for sure. And like the, the, the finale is literally this week. So I don't know. They've opened so many threads. I don't know how they're going to wrap it all up, especially in a show that's usually half an hour, but Again, it's the same thing they've done in all these Disney Plus MCU shows. They'll probably just throw shit together, and I've just been, I've just been really disappointed with some of how some of these shows have ended. But um, sort of keeping in line with Disney Plus and Marvel. So Werewolf by Night came out last Friday. It was a Marvel uh, special presentation, and um, it was directed by Michael Giacchino, and he's a composer. He's done score for the Batman, Thor: Love and Thunder. All three Spider-Man films, a lot of Disney Pixar films. Uh, he's he's a top-notch composer. He's done the Star Trek uh, scores, the J.J. Abrams uh, Star Trek scores, and oh, he directed this. Young uh, man, I have him to thank for that. All right, cool. Yeah, and he's done the. Um, so yeah, he he directed this Marvel special presentation. So this was like a one-off kind of thing, almost meant to be like a little like Friday night horror kind of special thing. And it was it was pretty good. It was in black and white uh, for the most of it. 
and it was Marvel really going headfirst into horror. So I, I usually don't believe Marvel when they say that they're going to go there because I remember with Moon Knight, they said Moon Knight's going to be brutal. Moon Knight's going to go there. And then, like, I remember watching Moon Knight and it really wasn't that dark. The horror elements really weren't there. There wasn't much of a supernatural effect to it. Uh, but this one, they really they really go headfirst into it. And I think it was pretty much because it was black and white. So the blood looked like black goo. <laughs> um you do see werewolf by night rip people apart, which is interesting. It was pretty cool. So, and I kind of like. It. I hope Marvel does more of these kind of one shot things, where it could just be its own self contained story. Like they didn't have to mention Iron Man or Thor. Like it was just like its own story. Yes, it was set in the MCU, but again, they weren't slave to what's come before, where it's like you have to mention all these heroes and acknowledge the world or the universe that it's living it was very much its own thing so i i definitely recommend it It was only like 50 minutes too so it's a quick easy watch it's not like it's not like a movie length it's 50 minutes it's kind of like those 1950s kind of horror movies that almost kind of related to like those the wolf man or frankenstein or dracula those kind of things you know it's, it's a fun little thing to watch for halloween so i would definitely recommend it i know you haven't seen it but do you think you check it out too I might. We'll see if I'm bored enough. Because I really had no, like, no oomph to watch it. I had no intention. Like, I saw it. I was like, I don't even remember. I vaguely remember there being a comic book. But that was, like, when in the 70s when Dad was still messing with that stuff. Yeah. I think like, the comic book issue was, like, Werewolf by Night and Moon Knight when the comic book together. But, um, yeah, it wasn't bad. Like, I, I it was something to watch. You know, it wasn't boring it moved quickly you really get to it um blade was actually supposed to make his first appearance in it but scheduling conflicts they couldn't pull it off but that would have been actually kind of dope to see blade in it but um i recommend recommend one that i don't know if you guys have seen it yet but it's currently on disney plus right now uh, it's about 15 minutes 45 go check it out you know if you got nothing better to do <laughs> but uh again like uh, completing our marvel news roundup it was recently confirmed that Black Panther 2 is going to be two hours and 41 minutes. Yeah, so, dog. What tickets are on sale. I'm excited for this movie. We're less than a month out. comes out November 11th, actually. Hot um, birthday. Yeah, two hours and 41 minutes. Tickets are on sale. I'm ready for this movie. Yeah, I wish I was going to be home to watch it with y'all, man. That's like a, a holiday weekend, actually, because isn't that Veterans Day? Yeah, but I got, well, we'll talk offline. Okay. Yeah, uh, Black Panther tickets are on sale. I'm excited that it's two hours and 41 minutes because this movie has a lot of ground to cover, especially creating a world in which... Uh, there's no more T'Challa. Yeah, there's no more T'Challa. They have to set up what's, what's Wakanda like now. They have to set up the threat. They have to introduce us to the Talokans, which is a new name for the Atlanteans. They're calling them Talokans in this movie. You know, set up that world. Introduce us to Namor. And the threat of this movie and what's the world like going to be going forward. So I'm glad we're going to have that adequate time. You know, they're going to let this movie breathe and really do its thing and tell the story. So two hours and 41 minutes for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And that comes out November 11th only in theaters. So uh, guys, go get your tickets for that. Yeah, that's a movie that should never, you know, go on Disney Plus first. That's a dog. No, for real. But um, lastly, let's get into it too. So what's your comic book roundup what have you been reading i've been reading a couple things so you guys know that i've been really messing with the uh tom taylor nightwing run which has been really 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 good um i've been reading 
Batman. Chip Zdorsky has been writing a hell of a Batman. Oh, man. I flipping love Chip Zdorsky's Batman run so far. I'm also enjoying his Daredevil run. Um, There is an event that's going on with the Eternals and the X-Men and the Avengers. Like, they're all at war with each other right now. So I've been popping in and out of the event. Um, What else am I reading? I'm reading um Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm reading uh The Dark Crisis, which is written by Joshua Williamson. Uh Superman and Space Race. Also, Tim Drake just recently got his com a comic book back. So we got a Tim Drake Robin book, which has been dope. Really, 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 really good. Um, what else is there? Batman Fortress. If you guys are looking for a good Batman story, this is it. Um, it's kind of a slow burn, but you get to see what it's like with a world without Superman. So far, these aliens are coming in, destroying the world. And where is the man of steel? That's the question that's on everybody's lips. So, so far, we're getting the answer to that. And I, I'm enjoying it, man. I'm I'm really enjoying it. Han Solo and Chewbacca have a book. You get to see Han Solo's father. You get to see how, he, you know, how they talk about how he built the Corellian ships and things like that. So it's it's really, 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 really been good. Mm hmm. Is there? Do you have a particular favorite out of those one? Um, right now, and then also the I am Batman, which is with the Black Batman, Jace Fox. So I'm enjoying Batman. I'm enjoying, uh, Nightwing. Shit. There's also World's Finest. There's so many books that I'm reading that like too many to talk about right now. Okay. All right. Man, well, yeah. So many. This has been Tucson's comic book roundup. Oh man, but uh, hopefully I'll have some more stuff for you. And I um hope next the next time we record, I'll, I'll type down some notes and give you guys some more stuff. So, and then I'll give you guys what we'll call it a Tucson's top pick three. You know, yeah, that's good. I like that Tucson Tucson's top pick three for sure. So we can that's something we could look at. Bad, bad. Sounds good, man. But um, yeah, I think I think this does it for all of our topics. We've we've talked about everything we needed to talk about. Our little roundup is there. Nothing else that comes to mind. I've been scouring, looking for what's up, but uh, nothing so far. And then I'm gonna check out the discovery panel, and I'll definitely have something for you guys. Something more for you guys the next time I record. And we're gonna try to do the frequency up a little bit. Um, make sure we get you guys a little something. But also, you know, we're trying to stay as busy as he can with this and then also put up some stuff on the Instagram, but also, you know, share, share the Instagram, um, share the episodes. We're trying to figure out how to make this thing into a community so we can all really, really, really just rock out. All right. But we're going to figure it out. But with that being said, Joe, this is two. This is Cal. Word to the blur, baby. Word to the blur with two and Cal. Thank you guys. Appreciate Yo, you for listening. Much love. Peace. Peace. Peace.